Hi, and welcome to the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Christian Klepp, and one of the founders of Einblick Consulting. Our goal is to share inspirational stories, tips, and insights from B2B marketers, digital entrepreneurs, and industry experts that will help you to think differently, succeed, and scale your business. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Christian Klepp. And today, I am absolutely thrilled to welcome a guest into the show who is not just an experienced B2B marketer, but also a successful entrepreneur specializing in the fields of personal branding and thought leadership. So, Casey Jones, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Christian. I'm so excited to be here. All right, Casey. It's uh, really great to uh, connect again. And uh, why don't we just get this started and uh, you know, give the listeners a little bit of background about yourself. Okay. Yeah. So like you mentioned, I have been in the B2B marketing space now. Goodness, I really should look at the calendar and figure this out. (laughs) I think it's probably eight or nine years, eight years, I guess. And um, I actually started in um, B2B sales and sales for quite a while and made the transition to marketing. And I, I love to say that I have the um, brain of a marketer and the heart of a salesperson. Um, I view my um, that path as one of my um, strengths. It's why I'm really good at demand gen and kind of mm-hmm. early stage B2B marketing. Don't talk to me about massive ad campaigns. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of scrappy um, kind of B2B stuff. Uh, I really love. And in the last four years, um, three and a half years, I've had my own business where I help um, early stage entrepreneurs um, kind of accelerate their growth. And most recently, I've been more focused on um, helping them figure out their messaging and their branding and also mm. helping them grow and build kind of powerful and authentic personal brands, become thought leaders in their space and use that platform to grow their business. Wow, that's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. And we'll definitely talk more about the uh, the thought leadership um, piece in a bit. But you brought up something that was really, um, I, I thought it was, uh, it, it so aptly describes um, successful marketers, you know, like, um, and, 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 you know, I've met many of them, and uh, myself included, um, you know, before they became marketers, they were actually salespeople or in the field of sales. And it's always great to have a bit of, you know, have a bit of experience from both sides, right? To have a bit more of a balanced point of view. Yeah. Well, you know, look, the, the, the never ending battle is between sales and marketing. And if a marketer really understands the role of a salesperson, Mm -hmm. you can be a much more effective. And I think one of the things that has always been frustrating for me is when I work with marketers that really don't understand that Mm -hmm. there's this disconnect between what they do and revenue. That's right. It's more, they get focused on these kind of superficial vanity metrics and things Mm -hmm. that really aren't the point, you know? Um, And especially on the B2B side, it's like, I get it. If you're, I don't know, Coca-Cola and it's much more about this kind of, brand affinity and awareness and things like that. But when it's B2B and especially mid-market or earlier, it's not revenue, period, end of story. Mm. And there's, I think marketers sometimes when they've been, you know, 
brought up in this very traditional marketing kind of space, if they've spent a lot of time in like creative agencies, they think about how something looks instead of how something performs. And I think when you've got that sales background, yeah, I mean, the, the, the real point here is that when a marketer has a much greater understanding of the importance of revenue and how marketing ties to revenue, mm. you can be much more effective. And I think sometimes um, the yeah. marketers that get kind of brought up on the creative side only and then try to go to the B2B side, they really struggle to make that connection between um, not just how thing, how something looks, but how it performs, what are the right. that it actually drives. And that's really the mm. important part. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, I love that you brought that up. I, I like to call it, it's that age old conflict, right? Um, I know, I know that sounds like a bit of an archaic term, but it's that, it's that misalignment between sales and marketing, right? That usually gets organizations into trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you, you, um, you mentioned it um, a couple of minutes ago, um, Casey, but like, talk to us um, about a recent project, you know, that you're working on that's gotten you really like um, excited and motivated. Yeah. So, um, there was something that you know I've gotten kind of obsessed with lately is um the the power of podcast interviews. Oh, look, it's very meta that we're talking about this on a podcast interview. I know right <laughs> yeah, um, but uh so look, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're often told how um you know the way to really you know get brand exposure and to kind of get out there is to get guest posts on i don't know business insider huffington post something like that and yeah I think those days are kind of over it's like i don't know when's the last time you even read something on business insider it's been a long time for me yeah. and where i'm seeing like huge opportunity is for entrepreneurs to get interviews on podcasts in their industry and um so i've you know for a while my my company we would get those interviews on behalf of clients and um where we've really started to focus is on coaching and teaching people how to do it for themselves so that it can be this really consistent thing mm -hmm. and not just teaching them how to get the interview but you know how to strategize what you want to say what kind of offer do you want to give on the interview? How, mm. how do you promote the interview afterwards to get the most value out of it? And I think, um, I think this is going to be kind of the next big wave in yeah. how we grow businesses or a method that we use to grow businesses, especially kind of early on when you're really focused on kind of brand awareness mm -hmm. and, um, and, and leveraging more of this instead of the, the age old guest post. Right, right. No, that's such a great insight, uh, Casey. And you know, like, um, I think you you hit the nail on the head. Like, I mean, it's um, you know, it's 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 the right time to do podcasting. And uh, heck, that's probably even the reason why I started podcasting. Um, but uh, let's jam on that or uh, a little bit further, if you will. Um, like, why do you think that podcasting has really like taken off? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Mm. Um, one though it's a much more intimate way to learn something. And mm -hmm. what I'm seeing in general in, and, and I bet you're seeing similar things kind of from where you sit when it comes to B2B marketing. Yeah. People don't follow 
company brands the way they used to on social media. And we don't read blogs the way we used to. Um, We follow people. We want to learn from people. And there's this like craving of human connection. And I think that was already happening. And then the pandemic happened and we're all home all the time (laughs) to see people. And so there's something, it's this like proximity. You get to feel like you are, you know, it's like one step away from an in-person conversation. Mm -hmm. And you get to kind of make that kind of connection. I think we're all looking for that sort of personal that personal path for learning and for kind of, I don't know, getting to that next level and podcasts really help us do that. I think the other thing that's really amazing about, um, you know, the, the, one of the sort of few upsides to the pandemic is Mm -hmm. it's leveled the playing field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, and I've had this conversation. um, I'm next week. I'm speaking on a, at a digital summit um, that these guys invited me to speak at. They, um, and actually they're Canadian. I think they live in Toronto. They, um, (laughs) they, uh, they used to make like, you know, million and a half dollars a year doing um, live speaking, doing speaking at events, doing live workshops, things like that. And the pandemic happened and they literally lost like 80% of their revenue overnight. And they had to figure out, okay, how do, how do we do this? How do we reshape this? And so their pathway is they're doing these digital summits and they're trying to build out these digital programs. But the thing is, is now we, we all can do that. You know, there's, we all have this ability to build high growth, impactful businesses exclusively online. And it doesn't really matter who we are. And something pretty amazing about that. And I think we're seeing a lot of people kind of seize the moment and get really innovative. And I think podcasting is just a phenomenal part of that, of creating that connection, building that following and, you know, building something with impact in a, over a pretty short period of time. Yeah, no, those are, um, those are definitely some great insights. Um, would you also say that, um, it probably has something to do with the fact that there's just so much um it's the way we consume content and the fact that there's so much noise out there mm-hmm. um on on top of um the way that we have to like for example if you're reading a blog or if you're watching a video you actually have to take aside some time to actually sit down and look at it and digest the content whereas like a podcast you can you know you could be doing a couple of things or multitasking oh, while yeah. listening to, to the recording, right? Without a doubt. And, and look, what's really interesting about it is um, there was some evidence early on in the pandemic that podcast listens um, declined because a lot of people were listening on their commute. And that's changed. It's it's evolved again, and now it's, it's back on the rise because now, exactly to your point, now it's like I listen to podcasts while I cook while I fold laundry, you know, while I'm brushing my teeth, like all kinds of things. Because I think we're finding these new kind of creative ways to, um, to catch that learning. And, and here's the other thing. Mm. I think because we're all home more and, and life has kind of slowed down, I think we're also seeing people 
very eager to find ways to learn and grow and kind of evolve as humans. And so people are looking to um, digital education, online education in, in a ton of different formats to kind of fill some of that time in that space and make sure that, you know, we kind of come out the other side of this whole crazy experience a little bit better than, than we started. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Casey, you, you know, you're, you're a thought leadership coach and a growth strategist for B2B founders, as you've, mm-hmm. as you've uh, mentioned already earlier, and you run your own company, um, a better Jones. Yeah. Love that name, by the way. <laughs> um, you're also the founder of Art Galaxy, which is your mm-hmm. other business, where you run programs, um, as you've um, explained, that are you know that's designed to teach entrepreneurs how to become well known um, yeah. for their expertise and experience. So, um, talk to us about how you you know how, what led you down this path, or what you know what 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 prompted you to take that uh, I call it the leap of faith into the world of entrepreneurship. Well, you know what, it was a little bit of um, forced circumstance and naivete, which I think is true for a lot of us. Um, you know, it's funny years ago after my brother had his, um, son, I was asking him, I was like, well, how did you know you were ready to be a parent? And he was like, Casey, if you think too hard about it, you're never ready. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is the exact same way. Totally agree. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You're not going to do it. And so there's a little bit of that, like, I don't know, to your point, leap of faith. And the, the, what happened for me is, um, at the time I was a, um, I, I, w- I ran marketing for an early stage startup. We were very early and I got, um, invited to go to Beirut, Lebanon for 10 days to lead a series of kind of growth strategy and go to market, um, wow. strategy workshops, for the first ever partnership between the UN and a startup accelerator. Hmm. And it was, they, they were testing with this like social impact um, uh, class of, of startups. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I had total imposter syndrome on my way over there. I was like, okay, I'm used to helping companies sell analytics products. What the mm-hmm. heck am I going to teach somebody who is trying to build an app that um, helps UN field workers uh, immunize 250,000 refugee children over a two-week period. And I had an absolutely incredible experience. um, And I got amazing feedback from all the entrepreneurs that were there. And Mm. on my flight home, I just, I couldn't stop thinking about how much I loved it, how much I loved working directly with entrepreneurs and, and coaching them. And, and I just, I was on a high and I got back to Portland where I live. And I think it was the day that I, the day after I got back, um, that the founders of the startup I was working for let us know that they had run out of money. And I was out of a job. (laughs) So, you know, at that point I was like, okay. And I was still considering maybe getting another job, but I was really leaning towards starting my own thing. And Mm -hmm. I took a call with someone that I had been working on a, on a co-marketing project. She was an entrepreneur. Um, and I let her know what was going on and why the project wasn't going to be moving forward. And she said, well, what are you going to do? I was like, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I might find another job, but I might 
start my own business. And she said, well, if you start your own business, I'll be your first client. Wow. And that was literally the first call that I really took. And that was my first client. And so I dove right in and and things have just evolved from there. Um, How our galaxy came about is that, you know, for a while I was running um, really a marketing agency. We were were basically early stage startups, outsourced marketing team. Uh And in February of this year, I had the aha moment that I really hated it. I didn't like the agency side. I wasn't particularly good at it. Um, I'm not a great project manager. I'm not, it it doesn't play my strengths at all. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to get more focused on the thought leadership side, the growth coaching. And so I, I decided to focus a better Jones on that, but then also build a platform and a, um, a a private Slack community. That's all about, um, helping entrepreneurs kind of learn how to build their personal brands and grow their businesses through that platform. Casey, that was an amazing story. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It went, I mean, you you know, um, everything that you have just described in terms of like, you know, when, when you went to Lebanon and when you came back and what happened from there on in and, you know, um, what happened in February this year, it really brings to mind, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's been floating around on social media um, for quite a bit. But it's the, it's the path. It, it's a, it's a, um, it, it's a visual um, essentially, and it's basically, it's the entrepreneur's path as viewed from an outsider's perspective, and what the actual path really looks like. <laughs> and basically, and, and and obviously, it's a split screen kind of image, right? Because so. The one on the left is basically like, okay, so what everybody thinks your your journey looks like. And it's like a guy that's basically trying to climb up a mountain and it's a relatively straight line, right? Yeah. And the right side, well, <laughs> that pretty much illustrates exactly what you just said. Yeah. And the visual is basically somebody who's trying to reach the summit yeah. of this mountain. But in between all of that, they've got to climb down these really deep valleys and, you know, cross the you know cross this huge divide or this crevice you know on a zip line and you know, all those kinds of things <laughs> so it's just full of all these trials and tribulations and, and and it's just it's just such an amazing story and i'm really i'm really glad you um you know you you face these adversities and and, and it, it looks like you've bounced back quite nicely yeah and, and look you know i also glossed over plenty of other adversities in the meantime like sure. you know i had I, for a while, I thought I needed business partners and I formed a business partnership and it it absolutely ended in spectacular failure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there, there were lots of things along the way. And that, that's the thing. It's like entrepreneurship is, it is a, it is a journey. Mm-hmm. And that means that things come up along the way that you cannot possibly foresee. Some of them are beautiful and amazing and exciting. And some of them send you down a path where you waste a bunch of time and you have to then, you know, retrack your steps and figure it out again. And, and, Mm. but the best thing about it is that you learn these incredible things through that experience and you become more empathetic. That's for sure. And more resilient. And, you know, I wouldn't trade the, 
the tough stuff for anything. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but I wouldn't trade it for anything because we, you know, if you have the right attitude and you have that kind of growth mindset, Mm -hmm. your greatest periods of progress and, and personal and professional development immediately follow your greatest struggle. Yeah. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And, um, in fact, um, I, I've made it a habit, and you might have seen it uh, on LinkedIn. I make this, I make it a habit, like every Monday morning, I post this um, this inspirational quote I found online, and I then I just you know give my two cents worth on what it means, and it's basically just a nice way to like start the week with um, a bit of positive energy. And one, one of the um, one of the quotes I found uh, last week was um, by Henry Ford, and it it's so. Um, it so aptly describes the current situation that you were talking about. Yeah. So it goes something like, um, you know, if you feel that everything is stacked against you, just remember that an airplane takes off against the wind and not with it. I love that. Right? I love that. Yeah. Right. I thought you were going to do the Henry Ford quote where he says, um, if you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Or yeah. bring it basically that, and I, you know, and yeah. I, I love that because I think we all need that reminder of like we can do really hard things, we can do really amazing things, but the first step is believing that you can. Yes, no, that's absolutely right. Hey, it's Christian Klepp here. We'll get back to the episode in a second, but first, is your brand struggling to cut through the noise? Are you trying to find more effective ways to reach your target audience and boost sales? Are you trying to pivot your business? If so, book a call with Einblick Consulting. Our experienced consultants will work with you to help your B2B business to succeed and scale. Go to www.einblick.co for more information. So, Casey, let's focus on um, you know an area that you've built your business and expertise upon, and that's um, personal branding and thought leadership. But before I ask you some questions, I thought it'd be a little bit of fun to drop in a few quotes. <clears throat> so. I've only picked two. There's a gazillion of them, but I picked two. All right. So the first quote is from Jeff Bezos, and we all know he's the Amazon CEO. And I absolutely love this quote. So it's your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Yeah. Right. And the second one is from Brian Tracy. So he's, you know, the famous uh, motivational speaker. So he says, everything counts. Right. So everything that you do either creates and builds your brand or weakens and destroys your brand. Yeah. So talk to us about why you think personal branding and thought leadership is so important for entrepreneurs and how do you believe personal branding generally impacts the role that business owners play? Yeah, good, really, really good question. So I, I love the Jeff Bezos quote. Um, mm. the, my take on personal branding is that whether whether you think you do or not, everybody has a personal brand. It's whether right. or not you've you've intentionally designed and created it or not. And so if you leave it to chance, if you leave it to, you know, circumstance, that's, I, I don't think that's kind of the smartest, uh, uh, strategy. And I think, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, look, you know, especially early on, it is much, much easier to build a powerful personal brand than it is to build a powerful company brand. And so if you're not investing in your personal brand, you are not investing in something that could wind up being a killer asset for your business. So yeah. 
having that intention and really thinking through, okay, what do I want to be known for, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do I want people to say about me when I'm not in the room? And and the quote that I love and I use quite literally all the time, someday somebody is going to slap me across the face because I just, they're sick and tired of me hearing, uh, of me saying, <laughs> I love the quote by Maya Angelou where she says, nobody's going to remember what you said. They're not going to remember what you did, but they're, they're going to remember how you made them feel. Right. And so you got to think about how you want to make people feel. Mm-hmm. You know, when you show up on social media, when you show up in an, in a, on a call or in an interview, what's the takeaway? What is somebody going to say the next time they're on a Zoom happy hour with a friend and they're like, oh yeah, I talked to so-and-so. This is my takeaway. This is what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that work, and, and this is where I think everybody kind of like misses the, the boat. They, they think personal yeah. brand is just about posting stuff on social media. Yeah. And, and so they, they skip to the tactics mm. and they don't really think about the strategy. They don't really think about the point. Right. And, and as an entrepreneur, like, look, you know, when you're, when you are reaching out to prospective customers, when you are reaching out to prospective um, investors, guess what they're going to do? They're going to look you up online. What are they going to find? Mm -hmm. Are they going to find anything? Are they going to find a basically blank LinkedIn profile with no picture and like no description? Or are they going to find stuff that, that really tells your story? Yeah. And I think putting that work in, it can really propel your business forward and you can do it in a way that doesn't feel icky. I just want to make that very, very clear. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that I lovingly call aggressively humble <laughs> and find the concept of personal branding icky and self-aggrandizing. And it's not. Mm. You know, it's like a resume if you're applying for a job. It's, mm-hmm. it's your reputation. And so making sure that you put thought into it and that, it, that you have this kind of professional presence online there is literally no downside. There is only upside. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And, you know, you you, you brought up so many good points. I think it was somebody, um, I attended this in-person event last year in Toronto, and the, and the guy that was um, given a presentation on stage basically said something to the effect of, you know, you, you are who Google says you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, and, and that's for better or for worse, right? Because, I mean, to your point, it's like, you know, are they going to Google um, Casey Jones and find some great content or are they going to find nothing or, you know, yeah. and, ho- and hopefully whatever they find is going to um, A, be something positive and B, help them to build an impression about who you are, A, as a person and B, as a professional, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, amazing. Amazing. Um. You know, there's been a few reports and articles, and I'm sure you've read many of these, but, you know, there's one, um, like, there was one that was written by the likes of, um, you know, um, media platforms like Entrepreneur, right? And they were stressing about how personal branding has become even more important now than ever, right? So from your experience and your own observations in these past couple of months, which clearly have been, um, you know, for lack of a better description, something that we've never experienced before. Yeah. (laughs) What, what changes have you seen in the landscape of personal branding and thought leadership 
Oh. Look, you know, everything's digital. Mm-hmm. And you can't rely on going to an event and meeting somebody in person. It is yep. all digital. So your personal brand is now, it, the most important part is your online personal brand. Mm. And I think that's really hard for folks that are used to doing business in person, that are used to these very personal, you know, handshaking relationships. It just doesn't work anymore. There's yeah. no opportunity there and you've got to be able to kind of shift. And so, um, and it's also, look, you know, tons of people lost their jobs. And so there's yeah. competition to go find another job. Yes. People are going to Google you and they're going to look yes. and they're gonna see what you've done. And, and do you kind of walk the walk, right? Yes. Do you, can you back up the stuff that you're saying in an interview or when you send an email to a prospective client or employer, mm-hmm. It, it is more important now than ever. I think the thing that's amazing about it though is like I was saying earlier, there's been this like leveling of the playing field mm-hmm. where you have this opportunity to put yourself out there to kind of break through the noise and and build these relationships. And so I and I do want to be clear. Mm-hmm. For me, personal branding isn't about isn't just about, okay, what do people find when they Google you? It's also yeah. what relationships do you build? And oh, yeah, you know, for sure. here's a great example, right? Like hmm. you and I, through this experience of, I interviewed you about stuff for my, my business. Now you're interviewing me for your podcast. Like we've become friends and yeah. that will continue. Yeah. And what's incredible. And, and like, I am not exaggerating. So I went through, I went through a pretty kind of harrowing experience about five months ago. I was attacked by a dog, and spent some time in the hospital and um, had surgery. And people really rallied to support me. And let me tell you, the friends of mine that did more to support me through that experience than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I am not exaggerating. Are the friends that I met through social media? And personal branding stuff. My 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 girlfriends that have been my friends for like ten years, they were supportive. Mm-hmm. But no joke, it is my social media friends that like made sure that my boyfriend and I didn't buy groceries for six weeks, two months. That called me constantly. That were always checking in on me. All these things. Like mm-hmm. this isn't just about vanity. It's not just about your online reputation. It is about creating really meaningful relationships. And if you approach it in that way, it can have, it can make you feel less lonely during the pandemic. It can help Mm. you find that next job. It can help you build your business and it can help you through hard times. Yeah. Well, I I mean, first of all, um, I don't want to sound insensitive. I'm I'm, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Um, Thank you. I I, I think I, I I did read about that on your Instagram um, feed and, um, I'm, it, it really does sound like a very traumatic experience. And I'm, I'm really, I really hope that you're, um, you know, you're slowly on demand and that you're, you've recovered from what was clearly a, um, you know, a traumatic incident. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. And, and, and look, you know, I, I will say again, this is another experience that I wouldn't wish on anyone else, but, mm. uh, was a blessing. I mean, yeah. I learned how supported and how loved I am. Mm-hmm. I learned how important it is to be alive, how grateful mm-hmm. 
I am for my life. And there mm-hmm. is quite literally nothing like a near-death experience that will help you find clarity in what you want and what you want to be doing and what matters in life. And yeah. life is 10 times more beautiful than it was mm-hmm. beforehand. And I'm yeah. really for it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And if I may just add on a little bit to what you said earlier about how you and I met, um, that's a, that, that in itself was an interesting story. Because, <clears throat> And why do I say that? Um, like many entrepreneurs and many uh, B2B marketers out there, I'm constantly trying to like, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong believer of um, continuous improvement and investing in myself and learning more. And, you know, I, I, I spent a, quite a bit of time searching on the Internet for on certain topics and podcasting happened to be one of them. And um, the, I believe it was on Facebook, there was an ad that showed up on my feed, which says, well, why don't you download this ebook, which um, talks about, you know, guest podcasting and promoting your podcast. So I downloaded the, well, the R Galaxy book, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, gave my name, my email address and, uh, and, uh, you know, fingers crossed and see what comes back. Right. And then, and 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 um, lo and behold, I mean, I got, I uh, of course, I got the ebook, and I've been I've been reading that um, quite intensively. And then a couple of days later, I got your email, which at first I thought, okay, this is probably one of those you know many follow up emails. Well, hey Christian, thank you for downloading our ebook. Would you be interested in the demo on our call? Um, but then when I looked closer at the email, it was actually a personalized message. It actually wasn't templated. Yeah. And that's what prompted me to respond to you because like, okay, you actually do want to talk to me and get to know me more. So I responded and, you know, a response came back and then that's how, that's how we got in a call and you, you did your interview and well, and here we are, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, you know, it, it's interesting. It's, it's my whole approach when it comes to like B2B marketing at the early yep. stage is what I like to refer to as relationship building at scale. Yes. And so finding ways that you can, you know, have a system for building actual real relationships. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I love about podcasting is yep. when you listen to somebody have a conversation, you feel like you had the conversation with them. And when you meet somebody in person who heard you on a podcast or who listened mm. to your podcast. Yes. It's always actually a little funny because they act like you're way better friends than you are because you just met, but because they feel like they know you. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Like you get to skip like seven steps in friendship because mm. somebody feels this intimate connection, even though they've never met you. And that's when they're just listening. When you actually have a conversation like we are now, you're skipping like 10 steps in, in friendship. And it's, it's, it's wonderful and it's powerful. And I, and I think we all need a little more of that in life. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, so you spoke about it a little bit um, earlier on, but like, um, what are some of your future predictions, you know, when it comes to personal branding and thought leadership? So I think the the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that a lot of people that have been rolling their eyes at the concept are recognizing that it, it you're not Kim Kardashian if you um, yeah. 
build a personal brand and that, that, it, right. that it's valuable and authentic. And I think we're just seeing a lot more people recognize the power of it and, and want to make an investment. And so I think right. we're going to see more of it and mm-hmm. more of an understanding that like you really can show up as yourself and, and create an impact. Exactly. And, you know, um, and you've probably heard this um, m- many times over, but everybody's got their own little unique story to tell. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Um, so, Casey, we come to the favorite, my, you know, at least my, my favorite part of the conversation, because this is where it gets a little bit like, okay, you know, um, there's, there's a few things like, in every area of expertise, right, um, or specialization. So you, you can call it whatever you want, commonly held beliefs or conventional wisdom. And certainly in the fields of personal branding and thought leadership, um, there's no exception here either, right? Yeah. So talk to us about something in your area of expertise um, that is considered a commonly held belief that you passionately disagree with and why. <sighs> So I really, I've got, I've got two. And one, okay. we've, we've, we've talked about it a bunch. Mm-hmm. Personal branding doesn't have to be icky. It doesn't have to be lame. You don't right. have to be fake. Okay. Like it, it's, it's not a, it is, it's not just for Instagram influencers, right? Mm-hmm. It is, I don't know. It, it, it is for everyone. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is it's not about bragging. Okay. So the number one thing that people say to me when they're like talking about why they, why they haven't done this is they go, well, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to brag. Yeah. And the thing I always say is I'm like, okay, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Like think about, you know, five, 10, 15 of the sort of thought leaders that you kind of, that you respect and admire their social feet social media feeds that you follow yep. all of this stuff and they'll be like they'll shake their heads and you're like okay i'm like you you you've got them in your mind yes yeah how often do they brag and there's always this like slow smile that kind of creeps on their face and they're like well never and it's like yeah no kidding they don't mm-hmm. brag <laughs> like <laughs> to watch someone someone brag we're not going to talk about american politics right now yeah. um not now, not ever. <laughs> not now. Um, uh, it's, it's all about sharing. Okay. It's about sharing um, how you got to where you are today. The, the things that you tried and you failed at and what you learned from them, the things that you're focused right. on now and you're learning right now, right? It's like pulling back the curtain yeah. and it's about sharing and, and, and it's about learning. It's not about bragging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I and I and I love that comparison about the pulling back the curtain because that's really what it is, right? Like, um, yeah. there, there's a certain degree of um, <clears throat> would you say like vulnerability involved? Like, you have to be a little bit vulnerable because you have to share your story somehow. Absolutely, and yeah. and let me just tell you, I know it it might seem surprising because I really share very very honest stories all the time now. Mm-hmm. I didn't start out this way, and yeah, there was just something that happened to me with me in my life, like, I don't know, six years ago that I just felt like I had to get off my chest. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a blog post. It was very personal. I posted it on Facebook. I didn't think anyone would read it. Mm-hmm. And a ton of people read it. And a ton of people sent me private messages saying, Oh my God, I'm going through something super similar. And I thought I was all alone. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my, wow, that, that was kind of amazing. And it still mm-hmm. took me years before I started doing more of it. Yeah. But what you will realize is when you, you know, we worry that being vulnerable in public is going to make someone think we're weak. Mm-hmm. But the actual response that people have is, oh my gosh, you're so brave. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, there, I mean, and, and, and it's, uh, it, it's something that, um, you know, through my own personal experience and through the experience of others, courage comes in many forms. Yeah. Right. It's not always the kind of courage where, you know, like in the movies, you know, you draw your sword and start charging into the sunset or something like that. That, that kind of courage. I mean, there's that too, but like, um, <clears throat> But well, it's, 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 have that opportunity too often in life. Yeah, probably not now. Not not during this period, anyway. Um, wow. Right. Um, so, just expanding on that a little bit further, just you know, name one thing that you think um, people should start doing, and one thing that people should stop doing when it comes to personal branding and thought leadership. So start doing is start engaging in other people's content. Mm. If you don't know kind of how to get started, I don't know, pick 10, 15, 20 social media accounts that you check in with every single day or a few times a week for 15 minutes and comment on their posts. And don't just say great post, but, you know, say, oh, wow, that really made me think about this and really engage. And I, I can pretty much guarantee that if you do that consistently for a couple of weeks, you're going to realize that you have these ideas of things you want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people think that, you know, personal branding and social media in general is like shouting into the ether. It's not, yeah. it's engaging. Yes. Um, with stop doing, stop, stop jumping ahead to tactics. So, mm-hmm. So stop, you know, randomly posting stuff online or, you know, writing a blog post, you know, once a week or whatever, until you take some time to actually think through, what do you want to be known for? How do you want to make people feel? What do you want people to say about you when you're not in the room? Yes. If you, if Jeff Bezos. Doing all the rest is much, much easier. Yeah. Well, that's some uh, that that's some really great advice, and especially the bit about like uh, you know not jumping or not being tempted to jump straight into the execution, mm-hmm. rather, and taking the time, taking a step back, and planning ahead, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, Casey, this has been this has been such a deep but incredibly insightful and engaging, uh, you know, <laughs> session. So, thank you so much, first of all, for coming on and for sharing your story. Right. I mean, I, I really hope that the listeners um, walk away from today, um, you know, feeling uh, feeling motivated, I think, uh, for one, and also being inspired that, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, inspired to um, work on their personal branding. Right. And regardless of whatever profession they find themselves in. Yeah. And, and let me say one thing, too. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you are on your journey. You are an expert to somebody. Yeah. There's someone out there that is one or two steps behind and you sharing how you got to this step and where you're planning on going next could make the difference between them giving up and continuing. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So oh, speaking of which, um, what's the 
best way for people out there to get in touch with you? So you can find me on literally any social media platform. Um, my handle is always a better Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go to a better and book time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always open to have a conversation, always open to help in any way I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so please reach out and connect. Fantastic. Casey, I really enjoyed our conversation. So, um, thank you so much again for your time. Thank you so much. Well, take care, be safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the B2B Marketers on a Mission podcast. To learn more about what we do here at Einblick, please visit our website at www.einblick.co and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast player.